I really get bummed out about this, seeing so many business owners struggling with social media, trying to keep up with the latest trends or following all the endless advice on the internet. If marketing your business on social media has left you feeling overwhelmed and stuck, there is a better way to do things, and I'm happy to show it to you, and it's completely free. I want to invite you to my free masterclass, Three Secrets to a Streamlined Social Media Strategy. Like secret number one, why the things you see others doing on social media aren't working for you and how to fix that. Number two, why it doesn't matter when you post. That is not an important question, but the question you should be asking instead. And number three, the secret to social media success that has nothing to do with social media. Join me, look at social media in a brand new way, and you could end up cutting your workload by 80% and seeing your revenue grow, okay? You want to come join us for this? It is free to attend, but you do need to register, and all you have to do is go to streamlinedplan.com, okay? Streamlinedplan.com. Grab your slot right now, streamlinedplan.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Turning your social media over to someone else can be exciting, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get this off my plate. And terrifying. Like, is it safe to give someone access to my accounts? Like, what's worst case scenario here? In this episode, we're going to run through three things not to do when you are outsourcing your social media. Learn from my mistakes and other people's mistakes, all right? Let's get into it. Welcome to Social Media for Streamlined Entrepreneurs, where we help overwhelmed business owners go from this... I would end up completely dropping the ball. Running in all these different directions at once. I was getting in my own way. To this. Now my social media brings in revenue. To over $1,000 worth of work from a social media post. It's so easy to put into practice. My name is Jerry Potter, and here in episode 20, we're going to celebrate a win of the week from someone who was afraid to do something, but they did and got big results. So I'm excited to share that story here in a second. Also, how to start turning your social media over to someone else. Even if you're already outsourcing some or all of your social media, these three things not to do are really important to know. Getting things started, Candy Harper is here to share our win of the week. Who are we celebrating this week, Candy? Jen H. She said that I was scared to email my list about my new book. I mean, who cares about what I have to say? But I did it, and I went to bed. I woke up to the secret of being you on the top 10 bestseller list in the self-help category. So cool. Congratulations, Jen. Uh, Jen is an Enneagram coach, and I'm a total psychology geek, so I love this stuff too, and I know she's been working hard on it for months and months, so congratulations. That is a huge win. Yeah, and in honor of Jen's win, we are making a donation to the Thula Baba Project in Cape Town, South Africa. The Thula Baba Project believes that mothers are the first teachers, so they educate mothers-to-be from underserved communities by assisting them in healthy pregnancies and equipping them with much-needed baby supplies. And this worthwhile organization was nominated by one of our Streamliner Club members, Suzanne Baker. So you're ready to outsource some or all of your social media. What an awesome feeling, right? You get it off your plate. You get somebody else to take care of it. In some cases, they're better at it than you were. There's a lot of great things that can happen. There's also a lot of scary things that can happen, right? Like, well, what if, what do I just give them my passwords? And then what if they kick me out of my account? Or what if they don't, you know, like there's all kinds of things that can go wrong in this. So I want to run through Three things not to do when outsourcing your social media. 
And I hope that you won't make the same mistakes that I did and many other business owners have made. And you shouldn't once you listen to this episode, okay? So the first thing is don't outsource things that you don't understand the benefit of yourself. So a lot of the times when it comes to outsourcing, what do we do? We think, okay, well, I don't want to do this anymore, or I don't have time, or whatever it might be. I need somebody else to take care of this. Or we outsource the things that somebody else is just better at, right? Like you hire an expert to do something so that you don't have to do it or to raise the quality. Like I know a lot of entrepreneurs who have hired a video editor because they, you know, maybe they can edit videos. These days, we've got a lot of cool software tools for that, but they know somebody else can do an even better job. So we outsource because we want it off our plate or because we want to hire an expert who will do an even better job than we will. But the first question you should be asking yourself before you pay anybody to do anything is, what is the benefit of this task? Because sometimes we start pinning on Pinterest X number of times a week. We start posting Instagram story quizzes five times a week, whatever it might be, right? You heard somebody talk about it. You heard it was a good idea. You did these different things and you, and you started doing them and never really stopped to think, what is the benefit of this? So before you pay anybody to do anything, ask yourself, what would happen if I just stopped doing this instead, Right? What would happen? Would, would anybody notice? Is this having an actual impact on my business? Or am I just doing it because everybody says you should and I've always done it? Now, I want to give you an example where this was something that I didn't need to be doing. And so I started paying my VA to do it. Or sorry, I didn't want to do it anymore. So I started paying my VA to do it. But it turns out it didn't need to be done. And this is not a social media example, but it's recent and fresh in my mind. I, I have a Zoom account and I, you know, host uh, coaching calls and one-on-one coaching and, and all of these different things. And with Zoom calls, they get recorded. If you don't have your own Zoom account, they get recorded and you have the recordings. So we use those for other content, replays, different things like that. Well, I was getting these emails from Zoom. Hey, your storage is full. Upgrade. Buy more storage. And I wasn't going to buy more storage because I didn't need it. I was just getting irritated at these emails. So finally I said to her, I said, Hey, Will you just go in and do every once a week, go in and delete everything that's more than two weeks old? And she said, yeah, sure, no problem. And the problem just went away. And it was great. And I was like, oh, this is so great. And of course, it doesn't take long to do that, right? It's like a three to four minute task, counting, signing in, pulling it up, checking it off, that kind of stuff. And if that. So it wasn't like it was costing me a lot of money, but then I was in Zoom one day and I saw this setting where you can automatically delete all your recordings that are more than two weeks old. And I think at this point I had paid my VA for six months to do this when there was no reason to pay them. Now I did know the benefit, but the point is you don't want to pay people for things that you don't need to pay them for because what happens is sometimes you'll then, instead of you doing it yourself, even though you don't know the benefit of it for years, you'll think even less about it once it's off your plate. And you'll pay someone else to do that thing for years without ever questioning it. Because at some point, it was just something you thought needed to happen, right? So before you pay anybody else to do anything, ask yourself, is this important? What is the benefit of this? What is the impact of this on my business? Or could I just get rid of it? Or in the case of me with the you know Zoom recordings, I was able to just automate it. Okay, so number one thing not to do when outsourcing, don't outsource things you don't understand the benefit of yourself. Number two thing not to do, don't spend more than you need to on outsourcing. 
Although this comes down to preferences, and I'm a little bit hypocritical about this, and I'll tell you why in just a second. But let's say you have a VA that you pay 25, 30 bucks an hour, okay? The simplest solution is just to have your VA do whatever you need, everything, right? Hey, I just give them, you know, give these things to him or her and they take care of them. But you may be able to hire someone to do some of those tasks for less, you know, for 20 or 15 or, you know, in some countries you can hire people for far less than that. Now, I am a hypocrite when I say this because as of this moment that I am recording this episode of Social Media for Streamline Entrepreneurs, I give almost everything to my VA because it's just more convenient than hiring somebody else. But ultimately, when you're building a system in your business, when things are really streamlined, right? Like we're all working to become streamlined entrepreneurs. You might have someone you pay more because they have access to sensitive information and then someone else you pay less because they're just following a system of replying to messages or comments. Or you might pay a lot for somebody who's really good at something, but don't need to pay that high salary to someone who is just downloading files to a folder, or uploading files, or copying and pasting information, okay? So when you're thinking about outsourcing, and again, if you hire eight people at different rates, you have to manage them. So this is where the balance comes in and personal preferences. But if all of a sudden you're going to be outsourcing 40 hours a week of stuff or even 20 hours a week of stuff, you may do better having two people at two different rates in terms of keeping things streamlined in your business. And then with that extra, you can obviously have more revenue or reinvest or whatever else it might be. Okay. So number two thing not to do is don't spend more than you need to on outsourcing. You may be able to hire some people for some tasks where it costs more and others for other tasks where it costs less. And the third thing not to do when outsourcing is don't make anyone an admin on any of your pages or accounts unless you 100% trust them. 100% trust them, okay? Almost once a week, I get a message from a devastated entrepreneur that gave someone else admin access to their Facebook business page. And then there was a falling out or something, and this other person locked them out of their own page, or in some cases, deleted it entirely. So this is a worst case scenario. We do not want to give anyone full admin access to our accounts if we can avoid it, okay? Now, on a related note, when it comes to Facebook business pages specifically, which is where I see this happen the most often, I do recommend always having at least two admins just in case your personal Facebook account that you use to admin the page gets hacked or compromised, you can still get in. Same thing with Facebook groups. So my wife is an admin on most of my stuff, and that's so that if for some reason my account got hacked or I got locked out or amnesia, whatever it was, I could still get back in. It can be anyone you trust completely. They don't have to be part of your business. But just a heads up, you'll want to help them turn off all the notifications for the page because they'll get really annoyed if they're getting constant notifications on Facebook and on their phone and via email and all of the other places, right? You just want them there so that they can get you back into your page if you lose access at some point. But how do you give access without giving too much access? Well, first, Use the built-in options whenever possible. So like on a Facebook business page, you have admins. That's what you don't want to give to people you don't trust completely. But you can make somebody an editor, a moderator, all these different levels of access that you can give them, okay? Some of the other 
um, profile or other platforms have similar systems like that. Facebook probably has the most robust one. If you have an Instagram creator profile or business profile and it's connected to a business page, then you can use that to give them those same uh, permissions on Instagram. Now, the next thing you can do is you can give somebody third-party access to your accounts using third-party tools. So a Buffer or a Hootsuite or Later or one of those. And the reason that that's great is because they can go through and schedule stuff, but they don't have any access to actually go in and like kick you out of your account, right? Because they're, they're logging into this tool and they have their own personal login for that. And then that tool is connected to your social media account. And there's, you know, different tools have different levels where you can uh, give somebody access where they can schedule all the posts, but they don't go up until you approve them or all kinds of things. And there are also third-party tools where they can reply to comments and messages and things like that. But again, without giving them access to the actual social platform where they could kick you off. Okay. And then finally, the other way to share access, and this is the last resort, in my opinion, is to use a password sharing tool like 1Password or Dashlane. And if you're not familiar, the way these work is you can share passwords without ever actually having to give the password to your person who's helping you. And if they leave, you can quickly revoke access to the passwords you've shared with them. So the way it works is basically they use this password tool to automatically log into your social media accounts in a browser or it's built into phones like I use it on my iPhone, but they can't ever actually see the password or copy and paste it into a text document or anything like that. So it's pretty slick and it works really, really well. So that that's the last one. Um, it can get buggy depending on what browser they're using and different things like that. And so that's why I always like using the other two options first. Use the built-in options, if that makes sense, or a third-party tool, okay? So to recap, three things not to do when outsourcing. Number one, don't outsource things you don't understand the benefit of yourself. First, ask if you can eliminate it or automate it. Number two, don't spend more than you need to on outsourcing. So if you have a lot of hours to turn over to somebody else, you might be better off hiring more than one person where you pay some people a higher salary because it's a higher value task and other people a lower salary because it is a lower value task. And number three, don't make anyone you don't 100% trust a full admin on any of your pages or accounts. So that's just a kind of a quick overview of uh, lessons learned when outsourcing. In my Streamline Entrepreneur System course that we have inside of Streamliners Club, my membership where I work with entrepreneurs on a regular basis, we actually go deep into how to outsource, how to help people actually write and reply in your brand voice. And by the way, if you do this right, they can often do it even better than you can, even though you are the brand voice. It's pretty cool. Um, and as well as how to start hiring people and different levels of outsourcing and you know different things like that. So if you'd like more information about that, you can always feel free to send us a message or find a link in the show notes. Let's give a big shout out to our streamlined entrepreneur of the week. Candy, who are we saying hi to this week? Ray! 
He says, engaging, informative, and just the right length. Social media for Streamline Entrepreneurs helps you with bite-sized info that inspires and motivates you to actually want to improve your social media. I highly recommend this podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is kind of the hope here is that when social media is frustrating, you get a little inspiration, you get a different look at it, and all of a sudden it doesn't seem so daunting anymore. And did Ray say what he does? He didn't. So, Ray... Oh, come on. <laughs> no, Ray Ray is a designer, Jerry, who uh, specializes in novelty license plates for the United States. Yeah. Oh. The, um, yeah, the, the individual <laughs> states hire Ray to come up with, you know, the, the cool background designs and the potential messages that taxpayers may want to use. Because in the U.S., it's what, like six or seven letters and numbers so that personalization part can be tough that's where ray comes in and you know, the guy yeah he's yeah he could do the you know the letter g the letter u the letter r and then slow so your license plate can read g you are slow the, the, these jobs that you have these businesses for uh-huh. our listeners allegedly i think a lot of them are successful because they have very unique and in some cases a total monopoly on the market so ray thank you for the review we'd love to feature you and give you a little extra promotion for your business as our streamlined entrepreneur of the week so please let us know what do you like best about the podcast by going to streamlinerspodcast.com slash review Coming up in episode 21, the best time-saving tools for entrepreneurs. You know, we're all about streamlining your social media and then everything else in your business. And I'm excited to share some of my favorite tools that I use in my business in our next episode. I get asked all the time, like, what do you use? How does it work? And I'll give you some honest feedback on all of those coming up in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Social Media for Streamlined Entrepreneurs. Get more info and links we mentioned in the show notes in your podcast app, or you can go to streamlinerspodcast.com slash two zero for episode 20. And who else do you know that would find this helpful? I would love it if you shared it with them. And if you enjoyed this, make sure to hit subscribe or follow because you're not only supporting me, but also my two tiny superheroes at home. Social Media for Streamline Entrepreneurs is a production of 5-Minute Social Media and is produced by Candy Harper. I really get bummed out about this, seeing so many business owners struggling with social media, trying to keep up with the latest trends or following all the endless advice on the internet. If marketing your business on social media has left you feeling overwhelmed and stuck, there is a better way to do things, and I'm happy to show it to you, and it's completely free. I want to invite you to my free masterclass, Three Secrets to a Streamlined Social Media Strategy. Like secret number one, why the things you see others doing on social media aren't working for you and how to fix that. Number two, why it doesn't matter when you post. That is not an important question, but the question you should be asking instead. And number three, the secret to social media success that has nothing to do with social media. Join me, look at social media in a brand new way, and you could end up cutting your workload by 80% and seeing your revenue grow, okay? You want to come join us for this? It is free to attend, but you do need to register, and all you have to do is go to streamlinedplan.com, okay? Streamlinedplan.com. Grab your slot right now, streamlinedplan.com.